In this video, you will discover the five ways that makes him hooked again. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, you know the drill. If you're new to my channel, comment, like, and subscribe so you get notified for more juicy videos coming your way. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Number five is release him. Hear me out. I know what you want to say. Are you kidding me? I don't want to release him. I don't want him to be out of my life. No, this is not what I mean. So what happens is like we get attached, right? We get attached to an outcome. And so we're getting attached to a man. We're getting attached actually to a response that we desire from a man. It's not actually the man itself. It's the response, a behavioral uh, pattern that we want from a man, right? And so what I'm saying here is to actually release him, release your attachment to him, release your attachment to him acting a certain way, right? So you can do a meditation where you can simply visualize putting him in a, you know, even like a life-size balloon, if you will, and watch him float away, right? And feel the impact on your body. Because what happens is when you do exercises like that, they have an energetic, they have an emotional impact on you, and they surely create more space inside of you. That's, of course, highly magnetic to that man. Now, many times we had this experience where women have done those kind of exercises, and lo, lo and behold, you know, within an hour, two hours, like guys were literally calling them, checking in, how's it going, right? And so many people don't know why that is right? Like, how does the man know that I'm no longer thinking about him? How does the man know that I'm no longer attached to him? And I believe that in a few years, we will have much more clarity on that um, on a day-to-day basis. So until then, I highly recommend releasing him. Number four is don't invest too soon. I see this all the time. Women making themselves available until the cows come home, right? And what I'm, what I'm really seeing is like that there's so like, exclusivity so fast. And I'm always wondering, wait a minute. Do you know the six archetypes of this man? Have you seen all parts of him? Or have you just seen, you know, two parts of him? And maybe just on a good day, you don't even know if that's consistent, right? So it's really important like to stop investing too soon to think about him, right? Like what do you know about him, right? So instead actually telling yourself after a day or when you're right now not hearing from him, but I don't really know this guy, right? I, I know how, I, how he projected himself, how he, you know, how I, I perceived him, right? In that particular moment, we don't even know if that's actually stable over time, right? That's really one thing that you want to look at. And then you want to be pleasantly surprised when he comes back into your life, when he asks you out on another date. As a matter of fact, gosh, it must have been at least 10 years ago, I read this story in Cosmopolitan of all places. And what the article was all about, interviewing all those team members that had worked for Cosmopolitan and had gotten married. So the story goes like this. They were interviewing this one couple and they said, well, every day was like our first date, right? So they were treating every date like their first date. So they didn't assume that there's going to be a second date. 
there's not going there wasn't like an attachment. So it was a nice surprise. And what that also means is they were not like trying to fill in the blanks, which of course oftentimes the anxious attachment style does as a fearful avoidant as well, the anxious avoidant. What you want to do instead is almost like pull back that Mustang, right? I feel like this Mustang, that horse that just wants to race to the front and just like, whoa, not so fast. <laughs> what you want to do is just take a breath, see what you enjoyed about the state, what you enjoyed so far, even if you never saw that man again. It's going to get you more grounded. It's going to get you more embodied and it's going to get you more magnetic. Number three is take him off the pedestal. Girlfriend, one thing I always say is the soulmate is real. The pedestal you put him on is certainly not. No one, and I repeat, no one deserves to feel like superior towards you. Because guess what? If he's superior towards you, you are naturally inferior. Why are you inferior? What does he have that you don't, right? Like, I don't understand. It's a partnership. And so what you do, you take him off the pedestal and you actually allow him to have flaws. You see, when we put a man on a pedestal, we're going to do two things. Either we don't allow him to have flaws, which is oftentimes actually the case for the dismissive avoidant attachment style, or we're deleting his flaws, which oftentimes is the case for, of course, the anxious, anxious, ambivalent attachment style. So you want to be really aware of that because you will not be able to see all of who he is. You're only going to see the good things. And guess what? He's going to feel that. I've talked with lots of men and they told me, like, you know, I can tell when a woman is putting me on my pedestal, on a pedestal and I can only fall off. Like, I don't trust this woman because I feel like I can't be myself. She has already decided who I am and who I'm not. So there's, there's no more freedom of self-expression. There's no more surprise. There's no more spontaneity. There's only assumption. And that's, that's not freedom. That's not choice, right? So when a man feels that, he's like contracting. He's kind of pulling back. And also, there's something very, very inauthentic in, in, in like saying that you're inferior and he's superior. He loses like all respect for you. Like, why? Why are you inferior, right? And then he's going to start finding reasons for that which of course are also just projected because the brain deletes, distorts and generalizes reality based on his or your unconscious expectations. So a word to the wise, take him off the pedestal. Number two is be the first to end the call or end the date and leave him with him wanting more. You know, one thing that I always tell my women, you want to really treat it like when you go to a restaurant, right? You have like an appetizer, right? Like an ahi tuna. That's one of my favorite appetizers. Um, or like a soup or whatever the case may be. But it's like, it leaves you wanting more, right? It's like, wow, that was yummy. I can't wait for the entree. So you always want to be like, like a little bit like this. He's wondering, oh, how's the story going to continue? Now, you know, in dating reality TV shows, or just in general TV shows, but I'm just thinking about The Bachelor, Bachelorette, right? What do we do? But when the commercial comes on, we sit through the commercial. Why? Because there's something called a cliffhanger. And we don't know what's going to happen after that cliffhanger is over. So we need to know. The brain needs to know. It can't be an unknown. It doesn't like that. 
And so you can use that for your advantage and let leave him wanting more, right? Be the first to end the call. That also shows confidence too, right? Be the first to say, yeah, it's been, been a lovely night. Thank you so much for dinner, right? Like, because it shows him like, wow, you hold a container for yourself. There is like a tension. There's something mesmerizing that's being created. When you do that, you have no idea the impact it has on a man and how magnetic it is. So give it a try. And last, but certainly not least, number one, be me-focused versus him-focused. Now, something that's really, really attractive to a man is if you are loving yourself, you're respecting yourself, you're adoring yourself, you're adorning yourself, you're focusing on yourself. You know how you feel in your body. You also feel when you're not in your body. It's almost like saying, you're talking to me like, hey, hold on one moment. Can you just take a breath? I just really want to feel that in my body, what you just said. There was such an impact in my body. So you're handing him an emotional resume. So he actually gets to feel his own emotions as well. So he gets to create more trust, rapport between the two of you. And of course, also attraction. Because again, there's like this nice tension. It's like the healthy tension that we're looking for. Because then he feels like, oh, I can also be myself. And then we can also create an interdependent part of us. Versus when you're just him focused, it's like, it's, it's like, then who are you, right? You're so caught up in his world and who he is and you're curious about him, but he doesn't actually feel you. He doesn't actually, he doesn't know what you are all about. He doesn't know what it feels for you to actually come back to yourself versus going towards him. And guess what? When you come back to yourself, he'll always come back to you as well because men treat you the way you treat yourself. Ladies, this is it for today. If you enjoyed this video, I invite you to take my free playlist course in the comment section, of course, um, where you're going to learn how to make a man chase you. And also, if you haven't done so already, take go ahead and take my free magnetize your man quiz at magnetizeyourman.com where you get more personalized dating strategies your way. This is it for today. Much love and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.